Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new, thank you so much for joining the community. For those seasoned listeners, welcome back in. Today with me is Mac Atram. He is definitely going to talk about some powerful things that I'm sure you all are interested in learning. But let me tell you a little bit more about who Mac Atram is. Mac Atram is the founder and CEO of Mindspace Coaching, a leading business growth expert, widely regarded as one of the most sought after business coaches and trainers for entrepreneurs. He is also the author of four best-selling books, all available on Amazon. He is famous for helping business owners rapidly increase their sales revenue between 20% to 200% in less than one year, as well as implement better processes and build winning businesses teams so that they can have more time off to enjoy their lives. So Mac and I are going to be talking about how do you get people to become paying clients? So whenever we say get people, it's the attraction. We want to attract those people into our community and make sure that they are paying for our services. So without further ado, please welcome Mac Atram. Hey, thank you, Genesis, for inviting me onto this wonderful show. And I love your name, by the way. It's just so, so amazing. Great, great, great to be with you here. Likewise, and thank you for sharing and holding space with me today, Mac. And tell the audience where you are joining us from. Right, I'm joining in from London, United Kingdom. I uh, I do my businesses here. I was raised here and everything else, but my family are originally from a place called Ghana in West Africa. Uh, but I went to school here. Did I got my businesses here? And uh, London is uh, home uh, where I do everything. Amazing. And thank you so much. I don't know any cool slangs from Ghana. I only know some cool Nigerian slangs. So and I know it's different. So I know um, some of my Nigerian friends taught me no wahala, no shaky shaky. So what are some two cool phrases that you that y'all say in Ghana so I can learn some? The same thing. West Africa is West Africa. (laughs) No wahala is the same. We all say the same thing. And it's still in English. So it's the same thing. (laughs) Amazing. So now we're going to jump into the connection part of the segment. So this is the fun part of the segment where the audience gets to know you a little more on a personal and fun level before we jump into the main topic. So there's two options I like to do on my show. One is either an icebreaker or two is a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for, Mac? Wow. (laughs) I'm open. Go for the rapid fire. That that sounds fun. Okay, it's rapid. Here we go. We're playing rapid fire with Mac and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one. Favorite food. Ooh, favorite food. That's a tricky one. I'm a plant-based eater, vegan. So So big bunches of broccoli excites me. Okay. Question two. If you could sit down and have a conversation with any person, past or present, who would it be and why? Wow. Any person, past and present. 
it would be a gentleman by the name of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. And Dr. Kwame Nkrumah was the first president of, the, of Ghana, which was previously known as um, the Gold Coast when it was colonized by the, United, by the UK. Uh, and so I would, the reason why would be to talk about his leadership, his vision, how did he have the bravery to fight the English in a political way, socially, economic way, to um, really become the first prime minister, your know, first president of, the, of, of um, formerly the Gold Coast, which is now Ghana, just to learn from him, because it takes courage and bravery to do anything like that. So that, that, that would be my answer, I think. Amazing. Question three, why did you name your business Mindspace? Whoa, you are on point. Thank you, Genesis. Um, why did I call it Mindspace? You know, when I started my business uh, 17 years ago now, and I've been an entrepreneur for over two decades, one thing I realized after my first business started uh, not very well, you know, I started, it started well, then I started suffering and things weren't going so well, it was failing. Somehow I managed to turn it around and fix it, then I sold that business. But the only difference, the key difference between my business that was failing and my business that succeeded was, the, was whatever was going on in my mind, how I thought about things, how I approached things. So one, one thing I realized is that the space in your mind can be occupied with junk, or it could be occupied with good stuff, knowledge. You know, I've got my book in front of me here, but you can't see it. But so what I say to entrepreneurs and what I started doing was not only teach them how to grow their business by the business mechanics in terms of how to do sales, how to do marketing, how to do leadership, all that kind of stuff, but how to think and how to behave and, how, and their habits will form and it, it will help them to get the results they want. So the space in your mind, utilize it well. So Mind Space Coaching is the name of the company. Four, this is an easy one. What's your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Uh, mint tea, peppermint tea is my drink of choice. Fresh mint leaves or the ones that you buy at the store? Oh, fresh every time. Ooh, Moroccan style fresh every time. Question five. You get three random acts of kindness per day that you're supposed to do for someone else. What are your three for today? Oh, three random acts of kindness. One would be to give my wife a big hug and a kiss uh, for being with me for the last 22 years. <laughs> my other uh, one would be... Uh, Oh, thank you. Oh, gratitude. I'll say thank you, Genesis, for inviting me onto your show and for having such a big, wide smile that ignites and lights up the room. That would be number two. And uh, number three would be to um, to give my and bless my parents with good health as they age. I want to bless them with good health and um, further longevity. I love that. Um, hands down, I am from a 
multicultural family. My mom is West Indian and my dad was Caribbean. Some people say South American. He passed two years ago and we were super, super close. He, he passed from medical negligence. And so I tell people, they're like, are you black American or what? And I was like, no, not quite. So I love that because we definitely believe in having that strong family ties and those units. And whenever your parents get older, you take care of your parents versus putting your parents in, in a nursing home or something like that. So that one really, really got to me. So question six, favorite color? Blue. So don't mm. worry, pink, but yeah, but blue is a sky, um, light blue, not sky blue, light blue is my favorite color. Question seven, what is your favorite quote or mantra that gets Matt going if you're having a day that kind of feels blue and you're like, nope, Matt can't stay here. I need to shift my paradigm. Go for it is often what I say. You know, I look at go for it. I mean, regardless of the challenges, the obstacle, uh, it's, um, it's go for it. You know, my second one is the Nike quote, just do it, but go for it works for me. Just go for it. What's the worst that can happen if I just go for it? They may say yes, they may say no, but actually I may be further if I just go for it. You know, so uh, for me, go for it seems to work for me. Question eight. If you had the chance to trade places with anyone, would you trade places with someone? And if so, who would it be? If not, would are you fine just staying yourself? Wow, who would I trade places with? No, I think I, I I would be fine as I am and um, with myself in the sense that all the lessons, all the heartaches, all the winnings, all the things that, all the successes, all the victories, all the failures have made me who I am. And I think I couldn't really, trading place with someone else, I, I wouldn't even know what they've been, you know, I can only guess what they've been through and walk in their shoes but all the experiences, I'll never, ever give that up. So I think I'll stay uh, as I am. Thank you. Question nine. What is your favorite song? Wow, you are good. You, my favorite song. My favorite song. There are so many. It's rapid, Mac. Rapid. Come oh, on. I should have I should have set a timer. <laughs> you should have. You should have. Um, Oh, which ones? You know, I like I like Michael Jackson's songs. You know, there are so many, um, and and he has a song called "Heal the World." Mm -hmm. Heal the world, make the world a better place. I, I when I hear that, it's not upbeat, but it's just the words in it. You know, if we live that way, we'll change the world. And "Heal the World" was into his intention. So that. There are so many I could name, but I think that comes to mind as a life-changing um, song for me. I love it. And I'm going to actually sing a song later on because when you sung Heal the World by MJ, it made me think of this other song called um, Waiting on the World to Change. I'll, I'll read the stanza later on. Um, and question 10, it is our pass or play question. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed, Mac, and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? I'll pass. 
Okay, what's your question for me? What got you, Genesis, to start this wonderful podcast of yours? What was it? What, what ignited the thing? Say, I want to do this podcast. And having done so many interviews now, what was the key thing behind that? Definitely um, losing my father to medical negligence in the height of the pandemic and just going through my personal grief journey. Because like I said, my dad and I were like super close. And when I say super close, like literally two peas in the pod, even though I am married and, you know, I had my, I had my husband, it was just a different bond that I had with my dad. And the fact that he was here with myself, my husband, my mom and him, just to see the type of man that my dad was, the way that he lived his life, just being religious and spiritual and just the so many things that he did for others. And whenever he got sick and he was paralyzed from the waist down after being in the hospital three days during the pandemic and his entire entire quality of life changed, the fact that he did so much for so many people and then when he needed someone, like the people that he did stuff for, were not there. So it's like I had to be the caregiver. And, you know, even though I had other things, I was a wife, I was working in oil and gas at that time. And then I had my mother and all of that. I said, you know what, I have to be selfless versus selfish. And even though it was hard and it was a new trial and tribulation, losing him, I felt like people did not understand exactly what I was going through because they felt like, oh, well, he's in a better place or the Lord give it and he take it away. Or they would say something cliche, like, I know how you feel. And I'm like, you possibly don't know because both of your parents are living. You let me know when you lose a parent and you have to bury them in the height of a pandemic and et cetera. You, you really don't understand. So long story short, that's part of my story, what ignited me. And I allowed the grief to fuel me and catapult me into just doing solo episodes and then when I was ready and I like to say when I because when you're not in a good mental space it's not conducive for you to talk to other people because what you say may come out nasty and snappy to someone so I had to go through the process where I was going through my own journey until I was ready to interview other people and have their gems on in my community because we all have gems to share. Oh, wow. Dropping gems with Genesis. Amazing. That, that's an amazing story. I touched my heart right there and I can see, I can see the reason behind that. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. And thank you for the connection segment. And I always like to do a connection segment before we dive into the main segment. So the audience gets to know who you are outside of your business, because sometimes people just see you as a CEO, they see you as an entrepreneur, but they never take time to go beyond the surface level with you. And Mac wasn't always where he is now. There's always a back end story. So I need to bring the back end to the forefront just so we could tie it all together. And that's, you know, a gem in itself, like your, your life story. So now we're going to jump into the main part of the segment, which is what you're doing with Mindspace and how you're helping other entrepreneurs be more conscious to attract more paying clients. So from your aspect, how do you go about doing that? Like, give us your secret sauce. Okay, do you want the backstory first or the secret sauce now? You know what? Let's do the backstory because the backstory is what gives you that secret sauce. Absolutely, absolutely. It's okay, good. I just want to be respectful and just ask that. Um, so 
the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now was many years ago when I started my first business over two, de over two decades ago now, it was a small computer company. And I remember I'd over uh, some time, then I had two um, business partners who joined my organization. One was responsible for sales and marketing. One was responsible for the operations. And what had happened was after a couple of years, I could see things weren't going right. And um, one of the business partners decided they wanted to stop the business. They don't want to do sales and marketing anymore. They left. So now I had to oversee the business and do the sales and marketing. And my other business partner just disappeared. I'm knocking, I'll go to his house, knocking to know he's not answering. I'm phoning, he's not answering. And now I've found myself working 90 hours a week, 100 hours a week, hardly at home. And I was only newly married. I was only married for a few short years. And we had one child who was almost four years of age, uh, Tiana. And my wife was pregnant with our second child. Now, the business that I'm running to help to really build a lifestyle for our, our, our family, I'm not at home. And so I'm struggling. I'm tired. I'm depressed. I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out. And there's one evening driving home from uh, my office, five minutes from my home, I just stopped at this shopping mall, this shopping center car park, and I sat there. And I remember I had my hands on the wheels, sitting there feeling sorry for myself, thinking what a failure I am, that my business is failing, my relationship with my wife is failing, we've got another child coming on board, I'm hardly at home, I haven't seen much of our first child, this is not the life I wanted for myself or for my family. And in that moment, Genesis, I was thinking, what went through my mind was, come on, Mac, how do other, biz how do other successful business owners do it? How What's all these success they have? How do they create wealth? How do they create great businesses, great relationships? And I realized at that moment, there was a lot of stuff I don't know. So I went on a journey of self-discovery. I started reading personal development books, business books, going to seminars, workshops, listening to any audio tapes I could find. And within a short, less than two years, I was able to fix that business. And then I sold that business. And wow. Then, Let's yeah. pause there because you said within a short period of time, within two years, you were able to fix the business. And then once you fixed it, you sold it. So you went through a repair process. But before you got to the point of fixing it, you stopped and you realized that something was not connecting. And that was Mac needed to know who Mac is, how does Mac show up, and how are you going to be there for your family? Because your family was a conduit and your family was very important. And how many times do we as individuals get stuck in a rut that we get complacent and we can't see out in front of us? We don't have clarity. We don't have focus because we're so busy working in our business versus on our business. And when I say on our business, that's where the automation comes. That's where we begin to scale. That's where we begin to outsource source and etc. So we can then stop trading our time for money, but then we could also, you know, reprioritize and diversify our time and our assets so we can have the best of both worlds. We could be be this amazing business person, but then we're also taking care of our family and the things that matter to us. And I feel like sometimes people have trade-offs and they're not necessarily trade-offs because it's causing them to feel a certain way where something is lacking. Would you say that's a good um, summary of what you just described? 
absolutely, Genesis. If you don't know yourself and what you want and the vision you want for your future, there's no way you can create it. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's what happened. And uh, go ahead. And before you jump in, I, I found that uh, song. So I want to read the stanza because I think it's going to um, help tie into what you're about to say next. But correct me if I'm wrong. So the song is Waiting on the World to Change. And it's by John Mayer. And it says, me and all my friends were all misunderstood. They say we stand for nothing and there's no way we ever could. Now we see everything that's going wrong with the world and those who lead it. We just feel like we don't have the means to rise above and beat it. So we keep waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. We keep on waiting, waiting waiting on the world to change and it says it's hard to beat the system when we're standing at a distance so we keep on waiting waiting on the world to change and the reason why i want to say that is how many times are we waiting for somebody to tap us on our shoulder for somebody to give us that that platter for someone to lay the path down for us when we have all the necessary tools that we need, but it's up to us to ignite our skills. It's up to us to learn what assets we have and how do we take those assets to build upon it. And it's up to us to recondition our mindset because if we don't condition our mindset and if we don't get out of the rut and shift our paradigm, then we're waiting and we're thinking that somebody owes us something when in actuality, we owe it to ourselves to go out there and make the moves. And then as we're making the moves, then we need to build partnerships with someone else who has a zone of genius where we could go further and faster together. So would you say that is a good summary of what we're oh, getting ready to song. jump into? Great, great, great words of that song. And, you know, I, and I agree with you, in order for things to change, you as a person, I as a person has to change first. And that, you know, be the change in the world, be the change in the world that you want to see is a famous quote. And I totally agree with it. If you want to have a better relationship, it's not about the other person, it's about you first. If you want to have a better business, it's not about uh, your clients, about your staff, how poorly they work or whatever. It's about your leadership. It's about you first, the way you think and your habits, the way you approach things. So I totally agree. Love it. And then I'm just going to read one more one more stanza because it ties into what you just said, because it says now if we had the power to bring our neighbors home from war, they would never miss a Christmas, no more ribbons on their door. And when you trust your television, what you get is what you got, because when they own the information, oh, mm. they could mm. bend it all they want. Then he goes on to saying that he's waiting on the world. And then the last part, it says if it's not that we don't care. We just know that the fight ain't fair. So we keep on waiting, waiting on the world to change. And I want to tell, tell people, because what you're doing is you're getting people to launch out. You're getting them to take that leap of faith. So they're not waiting because what you're doing is helping them attract more paying clients so they can live a fruitful life, so they can be prosperous, so they can optimize, they can be fulfilled, and they can stop trading their time for money, but they could also let their 
their business work for them and their business is making those revenue streams. And then while it's making those revenue streams, the multiplication factor comes in and then they're able to diversify it more and then spend more time doing things that they really love with their family without slave driving. And no pun intended here, because if we're so busy working, 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 but you're not enjoying the quality of the quality or you're not enjoying the wealth that you have inquired, then why are you working so much? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I love what you just said there. In a nutshell, that kind of describes mind space coaching. And if you, so I love it. We seem to be on a resonance here. Same frequency. Fantastic. You know, when I was struggling and I turned things around from actually at one point, I was, I was over $100,000 in debt to now becoming a multimillionaire. And I wrote it in my book, The Millionaire Moment because the, the the key thing was how i had to change first of all in order for all these things to take to to happen so in answer to one of your questions the reason why i created mindspace was this i i it hurts me to watch other small business owners struggling and so when i created a company and we have coaches around the world coaching our clients our mission is this and when i tell you the mission what you've just read out you'll understand our mission as a company, what we stand for, what we live for, is every single day we are here to support, empower, and guide entrepreneurs to create the lifestyle that they desire and deserve. That is what we stand for. So it's not just about the business coaching and how to make more money in business. It's not just about creating the right business team. It's not about just creating the right automation and the systems. It's not about creating more wealth through your business that is a given but ultimately like you said genesis if you have all that wealth through your business if you have all that money but you've got no one to share it with what's the point if you don't have any free time to enjoy it what's the point so our mission is to create that environment so you grow your business grows your lifestyle is the way you desire it and we help you all on that journey so i love what you just said there wow that's a, that's incredible because we didn't even talk before like we did we did no pre-chat or anything we've oh. just been flowing in this organic conversation so it's it's so cool and interesting to see how we're on the same wavelength and frequency so mac can you give five like five top things that you do to help your clients attract more paying clients because i think another issue that people struggle with and correct me if i'm wrong here is mm -hmm. sometimes whenever they launch their business like maybe they're going from the employee bucket bucket to the entrepreneurship bucket sometimes they don't know how to price their services so they undervalue themselves and then they wonder why they're lacking and then they feel like oh my gosh like I, I did so much value added here, but they don't know what their ROI is because they didn't know what their price structure was, or they don't know how to capitalize on the assets that they have. Would would you say that's a good example there? Because you're the expert here. Yeah, that, that's part of it. You see, essentially, I know that every small business owner who started their business from wherever they started was somehow to take charge of their own life, their own destiny, their own time. They wanted some kind of freedom. But what happens is uh, invariably is when they don't know what they're doing, it, the, the business takes over them and all they've created is another job. 
which they become they they start to resent and despise and it takes over their life i've been there so i show people how not to end up there so so in order for you not to end up there you need to understand some critical things in business and what we teach is this number one is you have to get this thing here your mind space your mindset right as an entrepreneur because the mind space or the mindset of an entrepreneur is very different from an employee doesn't matter what level you are at whether you are ceo cto whether you are a janitor it doesn't matter it the mindset is very very different and as an entrepreneur you're taking risks every day with a hope of profit that's the definition of an entrepreneur one who starts an enterprise knowing that there are risks with a hope of profit so if your mindset is right you're going to think differently you're going to approach challenges differently knowing there is a way and if you don't know the way there's resources that will help you number two you have to know how to attract customers who are willing to pay you number three when you attract them you have to know how to um, convert them in other words how to ask them for money for the services for the value that you provide we call that sales right how to sell and most entrepreneurs don't know how to sell especially when there's a challenge in their business they, they don't they, they have no clue but there is a process on doing that number four if you really want to have a business that looks after your lifestyle not the other way around you have to be able to identify the right team members the right talent who will come and work with you or work for you so that not everything is down to you because if it all down to you you will soon burn out i have been there take it i've seen it i've been there i don't want that to happen to you and number five is you have to learn the process of automation in other words systemizing the right place the right parts of your business so that your team members can just follow it just like if i use mcdonald's analogy it's a system the way they design their restaurants it's a system the way they flip their burgers it's a system that you they can hire someone and say we want it like that this is how you do it a b c d e and that 16 year old just follows it it's a system same as an entrepreneur you set up these systems that you can hire someone to follow so now you are freer rather than being burdened by your business so these are five short things give quickly to give you but every single area you must master in order for you to be free and live the lifestyle you desire and deserve. That That is amazing. And I actually took notes because I'm going to put them in the show notes. So our audience, for those who were listening and they didn't have a chance to write it down. So one, get your mindset right. You will begin to think differently. When you begin to think differently, it opens you up to other possibilities too. Know how to attract customers that are willing to pay you. So how are you solving their problems? How are you making their life easier? Three, know how to convert those customers. So you talked about sales tactics. So what's your sales tactic? And whenever I talk about sales tactics, like from my personal point of view, I hate when people are trying to sell me something that I don't need because then it becomes like they're sharks and they're just like savages. And I'm like... If you get to understand me as an individual, I think it will help them be better salespeople because they would know if I'm the right fit for them or not. And then situations won't get murky. Four, 
you have to be able to identify the right team members, or you said talent, so you can diversify roles and responsibilities. So leveraging other people's zone of genius is what. And then five, you said learn the process of automation and systemize your structure so your team can follow it. So I like to say the rinse and repeat method. So if you have a process in place, kind of like when I was in corporate, we have different SOPs, standard operating procedures. We have different uh, JSAs whenever I was out in the field with the oil and gas guys, which are job safety analysis. If you follow that job safety analysis, you're going to know what to do for that specific task. You're going to know what the safety protocols are and etc. Then if I'm doing business with another client, we have NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, just so we're protecting our IP, which is intellectual property and communication doesn't get blurred. There's so many different things. And if you're not an expert in there, I suggest that you hire somebody who is an expert. So uh, know who your legal team is. Do you have an accountant, someone that you trust and you have vetted that person to help you and et cetera. So thank you for giving those five tips, Matt. Well, and I well want to be- captured, Well captured. <laughs> that was very fast of you to capture all of that. Well Thank you. I was trying to type fast. Um, so now we're going to jump into the CTA part of the segment, which is our call to action, because I want to be respectful of your time commitment today. So what is your call to action for our audience? Once they heard this segment, we talked about um, giving them tips to attract um, their paying clients. We also did a connection round where they got to know you a little bit more personally so they could kind of build that know, like, and trust factor, even though you may not build that in 30 minutes, but they know more about who Mac is. Absolutely. And then now we also know that you have four amazing books, which for those of you who are watching the video component, you could actually see the books um, that he has written, which are best-selling books. So what is your call to action for the audience, whether it's a challenge or if you just want to link your website and where you hang out primarily on social media? Look, what I'd say is, look, my, my mission is to help entrepreneurs. If you're an entrepreneur or buddy an entrepreneur, want to be an entrepreneur, I've got a free training. And one of the big, and I, I want to give that free training to you. Now, one of the big challenges for small business owners is, 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 is cash flow. When cash flow, when cash is not flowing through their business, now they're stuck. Now they can't really pay the bills. They're worried every single night. So this is the reason why I often talk upfront about attracting the right paying clients. And one, and there are many ways to do that. Some people talk about doing that through Facebook or Instagram or doing um, direct mail campaigns or picking up the phone and doing cold calling. The one that I have really, really honed down and done well over the last 10 years, and I, I want to share with this strategy because this particular strategy alone that I'm going to share with you in this training has generated over $25 million in the last 10 years on this strategy alone. Not Facebook, not Instagram, just this little marketing strategy. And this strategy we call strategic partnerships or joint ventures. In other words, a joint venture is someone who already has your audience. They already have your pay, your clients. And when they introduce you to their clients and say, hey, this person is an expert in this and they listen to you, they are sworn to you. They, they, it's an endorsement because that joint venture partner is saying, Genesis is great. Listen to what she says. So the natural thing is to buy from who? From Genesis. So this is what I've used and built up relationships around the world where 
People put me in front of their audiences. I give them great value. And guess what? We do business together. So I've got a free training on this, uh, Genesis, at um, macatram.com. My name, M-A-C, atram, A-T-T-R-A-M.com. So go there, get a free training. And if I can help you, just reach out, let me know. Amazing. Thank you so much for that free gift. Y'all do not miss out on that. Mac is giving you the blueprint. He has been through it, done it, and his numbers and what he's doing speaks for it for himself and itself. So definitely don't miss out on this opportunity. And Mac, do you have the backlinks to any of your social medias on your website? Oh, just my name at Mac, Mac at Mac Hatram, at Mac Hatram is my uh, social media handles. Okay, easy peasy. So there y'all have it, listeners and viewers. We want to thank you so much for supporting Mac Atram and myself. Remember, the mission and movement behind Gems Podcast is to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also weave in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us coming together to make this world a better place. So don't forget to like, comment, follow and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. You can see the video to this recording on our YouTube channel by going to GEMS, G-E-M-S with Genesis Amaris Kemp and all of Mark, Matt, all of Mac's contact information will be in the show notes. So all you need to do is read, scroll on down and tap in with Mac. So you can find about all the things that he's doing because he's doing some incredible things. And lastly, my big ask, ASK, is for brand sponsorships. Yes, spaces are limited, but you can send me a personalized email to find out more by going to genesisamariskemp at gmail.com or heading heading on over to my website, which is genesisamariskemp.net and click on that podcast tab. But until the next guest, next segment, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Y'all have an amazing day. And as Mac would say, just go for it. Or Nike, just do it. Absolutely. Swish. Awesome. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, Your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.